Hi. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I like you just knew it was coming. Yep. No, like it. And the worst part was is I, when Joel introduced me on the little cafe last night. <laughs> did you do it? I did this. I did the <laughs> same thing. I'm joined by Lou Page. Hi. And then Lou going. I think. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, get me out of here. Just kidding. Come to America. It's safer. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst idea ever. Jesus, Kyle! You, are you fucking your scarf? No. Yeah, you are. You're fucking your scarf. It's my dead girlfriend's scarf. We eat a lot of Jello. You're listening to the Survival Podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. This is Zombies Ate My Podcast. Listen like your life depends on it. Broadcasting to you alive from the Zamp Command Center here in wonderful New Hampshire, where the weather is colder than the time you broke up with your girlfriend after she died. And then came back to life. And then you broke up with her. Wait. It's ridiculous. I know. But it happened. Because she's a zombie. My name is Bob Fournier. And joining me as always, my fellow survivors. Underground with secure, secure location to the north. <laughs> <laughs> it's Lupage. <laughs> if it rained anymore here, I'd be floating. <laughs> well, it's snowing here, so I guess you win. Whoa. I don't know. And uh, speaking of snow... I got nothing better tonight. It's it's the late night. It's uh, Canada's own Ryan Murphy. Yeah, we did get snow. I shoveled this morning. It was not fantastic. It was. Actually... How do you feel about shoveling? Um, for the first like five minutes, it's like yeah, I'm getting some exercise, and then like twenty minutes later, it's like oh my god, kill me now. I, I had the same reaction because this is my 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 first real house, you know, and uh, here here at the command center. So the first time it snowed, I was like. I'm going to shovel my driveway because I'm a homeowner. And then uh, about 20 minutes later, I went, ah, I should off the driveway. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's no fun. And, uh, you know, the ice underneath the snow is, is, is no fun as well when you're slipping and sliding and falling all over. But, yeah, it's going to get worse. This is the beginning of winter. And at least we're not Buffalo, right? At least we're not Buffalo. Sorry to everyone in Buffalo. Well, we got that listener yeah. email last week from the guy in Buffalo, and he said oh, he's, yeah, he's, right. he's still snowed deep in. in snow. We Three feet of snow is, a lot, is, a, is hard to live with. We probably should ask if he was all right. We just yeah. got that one email. So. Yeah. You know what, though, too? Imagine some zombies. You know, Zombies in winter would be fun because they'd be so slow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they, I just feel like they'd just contract all their muscles and barely be able to move. I mean, we I feel, still haven't I, seen that. In, I in, feel like you would actually be able to live your normal life like zombies didn't even exist because they would be so slow. <laughs> and you'd like, be like, oh, one's made it to the door. Kill it. Okay. <laughs> Let's go back to grocery shopping. Yeah. like It would be like that scene in Shaun of the Dead where he doesn't even know zombies are real when he walks all the way down to the store and <laughs> doesn't even pay attention. Yeah. You guys remember that? That's what it would be like. That's my ideal life. But we haven't seen like a true... A true telling of of zombies in 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 a snow 
bitten world, right? Like, Dead Snow doesn't count. I don't. I don't oh, think. okay, fine. Sorry. Uh, no, we haven't. I'd like to see that. Maybe the Walking Dead spinoff will do it. Maybe the answer will be in the zombie news. Has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions and then is spreading rapidly. All right, I completely lied. There is no zombies in snow. In what? Any of the- <laughs> I'm so sorry, listeners. I didn't mean to. You but we promised do have to me. We, uh, I know. I'm sorry, Ryan. But I do want to ask you, Ryan. Mm-hmm. Ask. Do we have? Do we have the next villain of The Walking Dead already? Yes, it's Rick. We've been over this. <laughs> Lou, I'll go with you. Uh, uh, we don't as a fish, but there is a theory on Imager. Yes, of course. And Imager's theory is that the next villain will be the Whisperers. Yeah, they're a scary bunch. Uh, they wear the skin of zombies and walk around so that they remain unnoticed. Um... Wow. <laughs> to just imagine that. That was in one of the latest comic book issues where um, Rick and the group and um, in the comic books, they come across this group of people. And it's crazy because at first they have no idea. And all of a sudden there's this big fight that breaks out because the zombies are like using, you know, weapons. And then they realize that it's actually people in zombie suits. Yuck. Yuck. And this was also hinted at uh, in season three when they encountered Morgan uh, in the um, uh, held up in a house. And supposedly they made reference to these guys and they had not been in the comic yet at that time. Right. Um, I don't know. I don't think it's going to be... I don't think they could be the next kind of villain. I think there's too much story. Unless they make it a quick story, you know? But I feel like there's too much story ahead for them to, you know... I mean, I guess half a season, like a mid-season, wouldn't be bad. What do you think? What do you think, though, Ryan? Um, would, this, I, would this be good? I don't know. Like, it's it's interesting, because I'm, I'm not caught up in the comics at all. Uh, but uh, the most recent October Loot Crate had... This comic that they're referencing, yeah. uh, episode one thirty two, or, or sorry, issue one thirty two, I think, and I, I like the idea of them using the fact that the comic is so far ahead to leave clues to future villains seasons prior, you know, because like Lou has stated in the past, like they ain't leaving Atlanta anytime soon, so they're bound to hear word of these evil people who don't just spring up overnight. Like, the governor has been was running that city for yeah. for a while, and I'm surprised it took them that long to actually find out about them. So maybe the fact that Morgan is hinting at these, you know, people wearing dead people's faces, and we're not going to see the Whispers for another two, three seasons, I think that's pretty interesting and, and a really cool way of using a source material that's so far ahead. And, uh, you know, because I'm sure when Robert Kirkman was working on on the comic in issue 50, he wasn't laying the groundwork for something that wasn't going to pop up for another 80 issues. You know, yeah. that's more linear, where with the TV show, they can kind of jump around and set up a universe that oh, yeah. ties into each other. I think that's really neat. I think the one reason why I'd say it would kind of be a possibility is kind of like what I was talking about earlier. One of the next big bad guys that... Um, you know, everyone's been talking about as far as the show goes, or what could happen afterwards with the comic books. Um, 
it'd be hard to kind of introduce a big bad character like that for a, a half a season. So maybe they do something interim, you know, and maybe they do these whisperers for the meantime until we get towards the end and maybe that's when we start meeting the crazy stuff. Yeah. Although whispers are pretty crazy, I guess, when you think about it. Because they're wearing zombies. Are, are they just like a sub-faction that kind of pop up? Or are they like currently being dealt with in the comics? They're they were, currently currently being dealt with, aren't they? Yeah, it just came out like not too long ago. You just said you got it in the loot crate. Right. But I wasn't sure how far ahead the the loot crates. Is Walking Dead monthly? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, comics, right? Am I right, Comics. Folks? Comics. Yeah, you know. How do so they work? Better, they're like magnets. What? I don't know how they work. Dude, they're magnets. How you do... know what, though? Um, <clears throat> let's just switch gears here real quick. <laughs> real quick, and, like. Uh, I was trying to find a smooth transition, but there was nothing there. You brought up magnets. Let's talk about Dead Sorry. Island Epidemic. That game that everyone is in the beta for, but never played it. None of us played it. I played it for about three or four hours, and I got bored with it. Did? Oh, but really? that's because I don't like MOPAs. Okay. It's it, interesting. It's, 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 I played a little bit of it as well, like early, like early, early beta. Um, it's got some neat ideas. It, it's not fun to play on your own, that's for sure. But You haven't played in the open beta yet, though, have you? No, no, no. It's been got, some time since I played, didn't we? So, the thing is, they've added a lot of content, though, for the open beta, haven't they? They yes. must have, yeah. They did. I mean, they added some new PvE content. Um, all sort of, <clears throat> from what I hear is um, there's feature improvements, all sorts of gameplay improvements. I didn't really play that much at all. And uh, I just I didn't click with me, but I, I'd be willing to give it a, a second shot. How about you, Lou? I I I'll be willing to give it a second shot. My my gripe when it was in the early beta was there was still a bunch of pay to play stuff, right? And I was like, really? This is a beta. This stuff should be easier for me to access or free because this is a beta. I'm not spending money on a beta. Now, the question is, is if you spend money in the beta, do you get that money back? No. Oh. Well, they didn't say they didn't say it. So I would assume that you would that you would just keep the items you buy. You know, know, like like Blizzard did it right with their MOBA and you you would uh, get in the alpha and spend gold or spend money on things and then they would update it and then you would get all that money back in gold so you can rebuy things. I mean, I would buy it then because, you know, you're going to be using it. Right. Yeah. But, I, I I don't know. I think we should try the open beta and give it a shot. Let's do it. You know, there's a there's a lot of zombie content coming out for video games uh uh in 2015 with this starting out now with I guess Dead Island Epidemic, but um you know, well, we, got, we also uh we have uh Resident Evil. Yeah. The HD Resident Evil, which looks fantastic. It really does look actually really good. Yes, it does, and I am really excited for this. I think that's uh, a game I'll be playing on PC. Yeah, 1080p PC, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, 720p for last-gen consoles. And it's only going to be 20 bucks. 20 bucks. Solid price point. Good on you, Capcom, for uh, for sticking to your guns with that price because they easily could have like done 30, 40, and got greedy with this. Yeah, I think 20 is is a. You know what? Twenty dollars is showing other companies how to do these remasterings. Like, 
you know they put some decent effort in didn't they like re rework all the cameras too so now it's like a free looking camera it's not, not oh i didn't notice that did they i thought they I did i don't know i don't know if they did that because i'd actually be a little even, mad even in the remakes uh i believe some of the backgrounds are still static i think yeah well with the gamecube one was static but no but they're not completely 3d environments I think some of them are still like matte painting backgrounds, like they were in the original. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Ah, uh, yeah, I think I'm wrong. But yeah. still, though, like if you guys go watch the trailer for it, the little video preview, we'll have a link to it on the show notes and on our website. But man, it looks like it's gonna be so much fun to go back and play Resident Evil with a little bit of better graphics. A little bit. I mean, a lot of better. It's not graphics. even a little bit. It's a lot. They they definitely did a good job on this. This is 13 and, uh, years. Uh, it's been 13 years since it, the, it came out on the GameCube, which I loved. That, that was my first Resident Evil game, was the GameCube remake of Resident Evil. And it's got those crimson zombies that come back if you don't burn their bodies. Oh, man. Oh, I forgot about those. Yeah. I love seeing the opening scene. Why did you scene? have to say 13 years, man? Why? I know, right? It makes Make you feel, feel so old. old. It makes all yeah. of us feel old, and, and you know what? Sometimes you just gotta you gotta get old. I'm watching I'm watching the video though, and I love <clears throat> just seeing this mansion that I like from way back when. You know what I mean? Like just like it brings up all these memories. Like Chris goes into a room in the video, and I'm like, I remember that room. I got my first ink ribbon in that room. Oh man, ink ribbon. <laughs> Maybe they'll update it to a cell phone charging station. <laughs> I don't know. No, no, they won't. I don't think they're redoing any of that. Ribbons. So there's uh, one thing I want to talk about too, guys, real quick. It's uh, Z Nation is available oh. on DVD. I thought we were banning uh, that show from this show. On we are. February 10th, 2015. I know you're going to buy it because there's a gag reel. And no, it's not the show. Well, See what I did there? I just made fun of the show. The gag reel is just, hey, guys. You just watch the gag reel. <laughs> you just watch the Why gag reel. Why is it news that they're including the show on, on the DVD? Why wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah, like... The only thing I can say is that when they announced that it was coming out on February 10th, I was like, oh, so in March it will all show up on uh, Netflix. Oh. Yeah, oh, yeah, maybe. that's a good point. Season 2, it's coming out. <laughs> Stay well, tuned. Well, net, anytime something gets released on DVD that's a sci-fi channel exclusive show, it sort of shows up on Netflix like a month later. So, Is the show doing that well, though, where they got to release no. the DVD and then make an, um That's weird to me. It's not doing that well, but they're still giving it a second season. I think it has more to do with the fact that Asylum has really buddy-buddied itself with sci-fi. <laughs> Sci-fi's got nothing better to put on the air, I guess. Yeah. Why can't they just, like, realize that they could be making a decent TV show? I never understood that. Like, Uh, Watch Helix. Is Helix bad? Helix is amazing, and it's kind of zombie-related. But do you know what I mean? Like, when, when you have a TV show that's this shitty, like, and, and they see the feedback, it's like, you kind of have to think, like, okay, let's look at this feedback, let's let's address it. Let's make a better season and let's prove them wrong. But 
knowing this you production. Can't, you can't though. You can't like you can't compete with The Walking Dead. You got to go somewhere crazy with this show, and I just don't like it. I'm not talking about competing with Walking Dead. I'm just saying. But like, you're gonna be competing with them no matter what you do. Like, like if you try and do like this crazy serious zombie show, it's always gonna be looked at as just like doing The Walking Dead, where they do like this crazy wacky zombie show it's nothing like the walking dead it's just the common thing is zombies so you're saying they're they, di- they, damned if they the do is, and damned if they don't they yeah. could make it funny with some seriousness but make it more humorous but they don't instead they go super cheesy b horror movie to the point where it's not funny all i remember is that friggin baby yeah <laughs> no 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 it's the worst scene in the world yeah the, the baby is like a face hugger from Alien, and you're like, really? Great. <laughs> what am I watching here? I'm still mad at you, Ryan. You got out of wife to watch that. I know. Yeah. Yes. How convenient, Ryan. I went and got married. <laughs> I did too, and I still have to watch the show. That's true. Well, you <laughs> decided to get married in October, not September. <laughs> well, that is, guys, that is available February 10th, 2015, if for some reason at all you don't trust us and you're interested. I um, know what I'm getting for Valentine's Day. Oh, there you go. Save your money. That's a, that's a quick way to get divorced. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Wait. What? No. We're what we're gonna do is we're gonna break it down with uh, an interesting twist on this segment. <laughs> so epic! I can't stop it. It's no longer Ryan goes to the movies today. It's Bob, Ryan, and Lou go to the movies. Yay, together. Where'd we meet? Did we ever figure out what the tri-point is? We, like, we were at... Something... I don't remember what I was saying yesterday, last week, yesterday. <laughs> you, yesterday. Man, you had a busy week. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. So uh, we all decided that uh, Ryan watching all these movies is fun and all, but... You know what? We should do it with him one day. One day. Just do it. Right? He picked a doozy. Yeah. So we decided we were all going to watch the movie that just came out recently, Life After Beth. Okay. Boy, was this trailer trailer for this movie we kept seeing misleading. We talked about it a lot on the show as it was coming out. We saw, like, photos. And we were like, oh, hey, cool, blah, blah, blah. And then we saw some videos. We were like, ah, this looks really interesting. And then we saw the movie, and I think we all went, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was, uh, it was, it, it it had its moments. It's a decent setup. It's a decent. Is it? I thought so. I I I mean, it's the best Romero film I've seen to date. I don't know. It's the I a Romero film exactly. <laughs> like that's my joke is that it's the zombies. Get it? No, just wait. The zombies. The reason they come back. The power of love. You know, the power to to be a fry cook, the power to deliver mail, the power no, of the um, human spirit, good sir. It's a Romero film. No, it's So not. I don't want to be too hard in this movie because I have a huge crush on Aubrey Plaza. And she could be listening. <laughs> yeah, you never know. We have a good female demographic on this show. <laughs> but um, I don't... <laughs> You don't think she's listening, do you? Because we have a, a strong female demographic, that means Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza is listening. You know what? Later on, when I'm talking to her... Uh, no, I do I do like Aubrey Plaza. I think she's a great actress. I think she's easy on the eyes. And uh, I loved her in this movie, because I love her in everything she does. Um, <clears throat> I gotta say, though, 
the basic premise of the movie, I started watching it and I was like, I don't get it. <laughs> like I was like, this is just weird because like so if we go to the beginning, it's her dead right, pretty much right away, and they bury her, and then all of a sudden she comes back, and she's fine. She's not your typical zombie. You know, like it was just like it threw me off. I was like, I don't, I'm kind of confused. But um, They're, they really don't explain it, you know. And they, then they, they don't explain it. If you don't realize that she's more than just a zombie, that and you don't even realize she is a zombie until you see the bite on her leg, and it looks like it's infected and it's getting worse. And then yeah. they bring her out in the sun for the first time. And then you're like, oh, this isn't good. Yeah. Well, it's cool, too. I like – I will say this. I like different takes on zombie content. And the fact that she comes back and right away isn't like your typical type of zombie that just all of a sudden rises up in their brains. But I love the fact that they took a different take on it. But it could have been done a lot better. Well, None yeah, of this no, like it's... resurrected like Jesus stuff. Well, it – when you start, the film begins and it's her funeral. And the kid is obviously upset and depressed. His girlfriend just died. And her parents are upset and they do this bonding moment where he bonds with them. And it takes forever. True. It's yeah. like it's like 20 minutes. And you're like, okay. So he's bonded with their parents. Gotcha. Makes All sense. Right, that that makes sense. And then next thing you know, they won't open the door. They're locking the doors. They won't return his phone calls. You know, they're ignoring him. And you're like, well, that's weird. He's a little bit of a weird kid, but you'd think they'd at least say, hey, go away. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so what does the weird kid do? He decides to try and break into their house. He to figure wants out what's to have sex on. with a scarf. Oh, sorry. No, that's not it. Yeah. Well, he he's young. He's learning still. <laughs> he's he's learning. Well, you know, you well, gotta practice so Lou, on something. Um, Who's right though? Like they like you normally when a show tries to or a movie tries to like foreshadow a little bit here, so it kind of gives you a clue of what's going on. This movie just kind of went right over the top just to make it be known. You know. Well, I I, I don't. I think the issue with with the movie is that. Uh, it's it's missing some some explanation where you kind of think you're owed the explanation and and it doesn't do it very well like there's some films that don't give you any explanation and then and they leave it up to the reader to figure it out right. or, or the watcher and with this film it's like well where did the zombies come from it's like well maybe it was the haitians like well that's just racist but she disappeared at the exact same time still a little racist you know and then they never sort out like how the zombies come to be they never sort out why the zombies suddenly disappear once beth is put down like i hate i hate to tell you ryan but a lot of zombie films don't explain where the zombies yeah it's just hard like they no i yeah and i and i agree with you but what i'm saying is that the film was like it's like, oh, maybe the zombies came from here. Maybe the zombies, maybe the zombies, and they, they strongly hinted at, like, maybe the zombies well, came from this. But the issue the is other, that it's just not as good as the way other movies do it. Like, the other movies just kind of basely hint at it, and it makes sense. In this one, it's like, it doesn't make any sense. Well, my other my other concern is is they try to be funny. Her parents... When she comes back from the dead, and obviously she's going on dates with her old boyfriend again, and 
the parents are like super overprotective and it's funny for about five minutes. Right. Um, and, I, and do, I will say he, this though, not to cut you off, but I do like John C. Riley in this movie. I thought he was yes. pretty good. Oh, he's the he's best part of about the, best, the movie. Yes. I, I was about to say, he is the best part of the movie, but they use his gimmick of being the overprotective dad like a few too many times. Right. Like well, to the point where like the first two times he uses they use the joke, he it goes it's like, Oh, I can laugh at that. But then it's like later on, the world's gone to hell in a handbasket and he shows up at the door and he's like, No, you need to tell her she's not dead. See, and you're this, like and you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> I think I think we've gone too far now. I love and like I guess you don't really know how you'd act in that situation, but um I love the fact that they're they're those weird weird parents that just can't grasp it. You know, you have Molly, what's her name, Molly Shanahan, right, or something like oh that. Oh my god, Molly Shannon, then I John hate C. Riley, so much. But they played those kind of funny, interesting parents, like where one of them's just so oblivious to everything, just because she wants to be. She was but, feeding her fingers, her own fingers. Don't get into that yet. That was funny. No, but the, um, but that's the problem, and I think that's what Lou is seeing. Like every single character in this film is exaggerated and it makes sense that all the zombies pop up in the film are exaggerated because that's the stick the, the oh, they're yeah. sort of their thing right they they come back and and they do what they did when they were alive whether it's delivering mail or being a fried cook or being obsessed with a boy you know like the, that's what they did but also the real life people are over exaggerated as well you have the brother who loves his guns you have the other brother who loves his scarves, uh, and you know the overprotective father, the oblivious. Uh, my daughter is the best mother. Like, it's just, yeah. it's almost like they they didn't pick a path and stick with it. You know, like they wanted everybody yeah. to be over exaggerated. And I don't, I'm not well, a big a fan of those type of films. Yeah, and you're absolutely right. And the, like the weird thing about it too was just like like the whole time, like he finds out she's not dead freaks out goes back they start talking to her and all of a sudden he's obsessed with taking her outside and telling her that she's dead like like he's it was a weird teenager man he's... no but i get it but like he was like determined like he went from like bonding with these people and being like oh hey you know like i'm glad we got to bond to like no like we're gonna tell her she's dead like just de- determined i'm like wow okay this is just weird <laughs> i just don't know why he's doing this or why it has to be like this I don't know. Yeah, I, it it seemed like there was no ramp up to him wanting to explain it to her. He just it went was, crazy. It just went, no, I need to explain it to her. And it's like, mm, maybe you don't. Maybe you need to figure out why she's alive. Yeah, right. Yeah, they like, never and, 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 they never really spend yeah, enough they, they time never, figuring out why why these dead people are coming back until it's like sort of too late. Even when like like they. <laughs> I, I really love the scene where his mailman is back and he's just like, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. And I'm like, yeah, it's probably because he's dead. <laughs> right. Yeah. I thought well, that was a that great was... – that was my favorite scene in the movie. Well, it, I'm trying to remember. Does that happen first or, be, or is that before or after the guy in the um, – Restaurant? That's restaurant. before the fry That's cook. That's before, yeah. Because yeah. – the scene I I was kind of half paying attention at that point. I forget something <laughs> something distracted me, and I saw the mailman, and I was like, "Well, that was weird." <laughs> well, that's and like I the, for, yeah. And I thought for a second that maybe it was the kid was dead, 
and the mailman was questioning whether he was there because the kid was dead. And I was like, maybe he's dead too. You know what, Lou? I actually had that thought for a little bit too. I was kind of like, oh, what if this is a crazy turn of events and it's actually this kid that's the zombie? Yeah. And that was kind of my thought for a second. And then the movie kept going on and on. And then they had the scene in the in the um, the restaurant. And then you see the guy behind the counter do something weird. They don't really explain it. But it's just he's behaving weird. And I went, oh, so there's more of them. And yeah. it's just that everybody is treating them like they're alive again. Yep. And I was like, th- I was like that's kind of dumb. Until Not everybody would. Until you get to the end and everyone is obviously dead. <laughs> like, just obviously, like, people rise up and all of a sudden they're, like, t- completely dead. Like, grandfathers and everything. And I don't know if it's just because of the age or how long they've been dead or not. But it was just weird because, like, you go from, like, Aubrey Plaza's character who, like, died and all of a sudden she comes back and she's, like, perfectly fine. You know, she looks great. She always does. But, um. Except near the end when her legs fall off. No, still good. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, though, it's, it's just weird. Well, the other thing that's weird, too, and it didn't dawn on me until I thought about it way after I'd seen the movie. And at one point, he's at home, and the dead have come back, and their uncle comes through the door. And you're like, oh, okay, the uncle's there. And they make it sound like maybe he died in the last year, right? Yeah. Right. But then the people that they bought their house from show up. Yeah. And you're like, wait a minute. Or even it's, better. It, even better. The, go ahead. Go ahead. You go I was first. Say, and the father goes, oh, yeah, we bought this from their family because they died. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute. These people have been dead way too long to come back as zombies and look that good. Yeah. And like, I love it at the end, too, where it was like. We don't know how this thing happened, which is explainable. Like every, it's not explainable, but every a lot of zombie movies do it. They just don't want to get into how it happened. But the very end, where it was like, "Oh, everything's back to normal." <laughs> it was abrupt. It was very like I was saying to Lou in the chat. Like we, you know, we have a, we we have a planning chat room where we just sort of like discuss things. And I could tell this was going to be a fun discussion because Lou fucking hated this movie. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, He, he brought up the, he, he used the F word along with the H word hipster a couple times. Um, but, uh, I felt like the movie was third, like the 30 minutes they spent sort of like fooling around with different stuff. They could have tacked onto the end to kind of pad the ending a little more. I thought it was, it was really cool how like, um, the the older brother went full on prepper, and uh, and became like Survivor Dan kind of thing. <laughs> I thought that was great. Um, well, I I was gonna say they it's the premise. They take too long setting up the plot in the beginning. Yeah, and you get that he's upset and he's you know he just lost his girlfriend and his family is so unsympathetic to him that. It's not funny. It's like, why doesn't he kill these people when they go to bed oh. tonight? Well, because it, they're awful. <laughs> it's bad parenting, first off. And, and the other thing, too, is that we have to remember that they were broken up. Like, I mean, that that's no excuse for her, his parents <laughs> really? to be a bad person. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, the, the, the setup, the premise, like, the characters, 
it all made sense to me. Maybe it's just not our kind of movie, but I mean, you gotta you gotta imagine like Romero's like talking to his lawyers. Like this was my this is probably a script that he had. I just mm-hmm. I think if Diary of the Dead did better, he he would have done like Relationship of the Dead or something, and this was his pitch. Now, like, yeah, you, you guys see what I'm saying here, right? Like absolutely. it's totally get, a Romero I film. I don't get it at all. I'm just kidding. I do get it. Oh come on, it's a joke, but, but it's it's but it's I just. Will defend I, this, I will defend this movie, and not because of the Aubrey Plaza thing. But oh, uh, I've, I'm totally on on board with defending this movie if you want. I if this movie and Lou is exactly right, it took way too long to get going. It took way too long to set up the story, but that last third of the movie was a fun watch. Yes, it was. It was really it took- fun. And the other, the last third, from the moment that it becomes obvious that she's a zombie and that they're going to have to do something to deal with her, and then all of a sudden everybody else starts seeing zombies everywhere, I'm like, now this is interesting. This is exciting. Why couldn't they have done this a half an hour earlier? And yeah. we had started with her coming back from the dead. I would have loved to have we seen this. We didn't need to see the funeral stuff. No. No. Well, like, they, it, it, there was way too much setup. And, and the fact that uh, – I mean like I guess we can pretty much guess at the origin. Like whoever brought Beth back to life you know, obviously affected the rest of the graveyard. And then when Beth was put down well, Old Yeller style, like I guess that took care of the problem. So the other thing too is they, they never – they don't explain – but they make you think that they're going to explain it. That's that the issue I have me. with it. Exactly. You, you... They, 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 the main character keeps say, referencing, what about the Haitian lady that used to clean the house? Why can't we talk to her? Well, I think yeah. they were trying to be funny, right? Like, oh, and, right. that's and racist. So and like, what? And so it's this, so this buildup where John C. Riley keeps saying, no, 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 she can't help. No, 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 she can't help. No, no, no. She can't help. And finally, he gets to, gets there, and it's a one-line joke where he goes, oh, you think she left because she? they asked her to bring back their daughter from the dead? No, no, no. He tried to have sex with her. Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, that's not really that funny. <laughs> and no, you went a really gross. long way for a not-that-funny joke. There's a lot yeah. of long ways for not-that-funny jokes in this film. Well, you know what's too though, like and like some of it, like you, you when you like and I was talking about the last third, like you start watching it and you're like, when she's tied up to the stove and he's talking to her about going hiking, and all of a sudden she gets up with a stove chained to her back. I <laughs> yeah. laughed. I was like, that's actually pretty good. And uh, like she's trying to get out the door, but the stove keeps getting stuck, and like she's just sitting there as he's having a full on heart to heart with his brother, and like that kind of stuff. I really enjoyed. I was like, see, now if the movie was like this kind, like. You know, visually funny yet still smart funny. I would love to have seen a movie like that for you know at least two thirds of the movie, and I probably would say this was a good good flick. But it was just way too much at the beginning. It just made you lose interest so quick. Yeah, yeah. I don't know the 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 film. Like, it's really tough these days to find zombie content that really lives up to the high standards that we get from Walking Dead. And uh, 2014 was a rough year. Like, Life After Beth hasn't done it, and that's all we've got. Like, Life After I, I Beth is say, the only film, right? I gotta say, if you want to see a 
zombie movie that does kind of the romantic thing, go watch Return of the Living Dead 3. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, you, Bob knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Return of the Living Dead they 3. Do the, they do this teen romance thing, yeah. and it goes in some weird directions, and... Weird. It's it, beyond it, weird, Lou. Yeah, yeah, and then by the end of the movie, you're like, okay, I get exactly what they're doing, and that was weird. And I don't I like kinda, it. <laughs> I was going to say, I kind of enjoyed it, but not really... <laughs> And, but it was better than this. <laughs> it was, you know what? I'll give you that. It was better than this. But you know what, though? I mean, all in all, it wasn't the greatest movie in the world. I think we did have fun watching it for parts. And I guess that's really all you can expect out of a movie. I just was kind of let down because of the trailers, you know? Yeah, no, the trailers do a really misleading job. They showed all, I think, almost every clip from the trailer was from the last third. Yeah, it was. Oh yeah, you go back and watch the trailers. It's all that action, kind of intense. What's going on? Thing. None of this lovey, sappy, stupid. And like, you know, there were some bits in the first half too, like when she fell off the the roof and hit her head on the brick, and squishing her brain, saying she's okay. You know, like there was, yeah. there were some small moments like that. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. know, like it just the, the derpy father and and the derpy mother, like both of them basically killing themselves. And again, I don't have kids, and and if I had a kid pass away and then come back to life, I'd probably do anything to make sure I get, I get to keep that miracle, right? But at a certain point, you got to realize, like they're even using the Z word, which I think is yeah. isn't Weird. that like a faux pas in zombie movies to use the Z word for like, some for I don't some anymore kind of a thing. It okay. used to be, yeah. Yeah, so they, they realize, like, he's like, she's a zombie. Like, that's the first thing he says when he realizes that she's alive. And, yeah. And uh, the parents are like, no, no, it's it's a miracle. And I'm like, well, shit. You won't be saying that after the f- next hour. Yeah. Well, I got two things I want to say before we before we move on. Is One is that for the longest time I had no idea that that was Paul Reiser playing the Zach kid's dad because he just looks really? so old now. I was like, yeah. he looks familiar. And I'm like, oh, that's Paul Reiser. That's Mad crazy. about you. Yeah. And then the other thing, too, the big question that this movie left me with was, mm-hmm. would you have sex with a zombie? No. No. <laughs> what if they weren't quite a zombie yet? See, that's the other no. thing, too, is I, I think, like, she she is a dead body. Like, she is a she zombie. Because even when you're dead for... I can't believe we're having this conversation. But I knew it. <laughs> when you're dead, when you die and you go through the process of a funeral, it is not a, a good Pleasant. situation for your body, no matter what. There, everything is decaying. Like the outside, sure, she looked pretty good until you got her outside and she got let's, some sun uh, on her. But uh, let's get, let's get let's not get too weird here, Ryan. <laughs> oh, it's I'm just saying, like no, it's it, gross. It was kind of well, yeah, it's very gross. It was really gross when he was just like started making out with her in the attic and i'm like and then what's the deal with the attics too like okay i gotta say that is the other thing about this movie that really irked me is for some reason all the dead zombies seem to like attics and they seem to be like turning them into like a mud hut of some kind yeah and i was like and i was like and i was like okay it's going in a weird direction maybe we're gonna get some kind of answer about where they're coming from, from the mud huts in the attic, or like aliens are going to come down from out of space or something at the end of the movie and take all the zombies away, or something weird like that. Yeah. And it was like, nope, 
they just like addicts and they like to put mud in the attic. So, so that's sure. the thing is you guys agree with me. It felt like this movie was like setting out these little tidbits as to what's what's going on, like the mystery, and and not doing it in a way like some films lay mysteries and like, oh, if yeah. you think about it, you can kind of come up with your own theory and it makes sense. This one's just like, fuck it, mud huts in the attic. And yeah. we're not going to explain it. People it's can just going to happen. And it's it doesn't make sense. There's no logical connection. Like, I was thinking, like, is it because they feel they need to be clawing their way out? So, so like if they're in stuck dark, inside? Like, maybe, like, a dark place with dirt or something. Then I'm but, like, why not basements? But that doesn't make sense because it's, like, if if they feel that instinct, like, you're right. Like, the basement would be more logical to me. But the first thing that that the dead bodies say when they come in the house near the end is, like, it's like, well, I'm going to the attic. It's like, no, I'm going to the attic. And, you know, like, oh, well, okay, also we're all really, going to go to the attic. Also really awkward when, like, she first comes back and she's like, hey, you want to go to the attic? And the parents are like, oh, yeah, go to the attic. And I'm like, ah, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's very uh, weird. I I don't know, like. And then, like, Ryan said towards the end when she's cutting off her own fingers to feed her daughter just because she's just out there at this point you know she's great but that see that's the other thing is like i think they're again this movie is about exaggerated characters and this this mother lost her daughter and and the only way to keep her daughter happy is to feed her so logically what do you do well you cut off your bad fingers you know to be honest the the, thinking about it now the opening half of this this movie feels like someone started out writing an episode for a sitcom uh, yeah, and then about halfway through, realized that they weren't going to be able to keep it as a sitcom, and they needed to figure out some other way to do it. And it was like, oh crap! Well, I've really over exaggerated this these characters. I need to just keep going with the flow. It's what happened, Lou. Was they they started writing this sitcom, and about halfway through, they got extremely drunk. <laughs> and went, you know what I mean? A zombie movie. Zombies. <laughs> Let's make them dead. What? So. You know, we could we could talk about this forever. Um, overall, um, obviously not a great watch. Had had its moments, but definitely not worth the five point seven out of ten it got on IMDb. Hey, guess what, Bob? Spoiler what? alert, listeners! Keep watching The Walking Dead. Keep playing The Walking Dead video games. Keep reading The Walking Dead comics, and keep waiting for better zombie content. Because boy, <laughs> tuck in. Well. And- well, go, speaking go ahead, of better zombie content... I know, I'm just joking, guys. I'm no, joking. no, no. Lou's, Ryan, get, Lou's getting good at the segues. <laughs> oh, God, Ryan, we doing? have a new movie for you for next week. Is it the zombie Christmas movie? No. Oh. <laughs> I'm not going to subject you to any of those, because they're worse than this. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Do they have that know. on the box? Worse than Life After Beth. Uh, they might as well. <laughs> um, you're going to watch... The uh, Treat Williams, Joe Piscopo, and Vincent Price classic, Dead Heat. Dead Heat. Dead Heat. I have heard zero about this film. As you, as you should have. Is this is this what I get for for? <laughs> yeah, I I'm pretty hard on the uh, the old zombies, but you know what? I'm I I'm tough because I love. No no no! It's a zombie buddy cop movie. You'll like it. Perfect. Yeah. It's actually, if I remember correctly, a lot of fun to watch. Well, then there we go. You guys can join in. Nope. <laughs> I've, I've seen it like five or six times and I own it on DVD. I you, don't need to see it again. You can't keep a good cop dead, Ryan. You can't. Oh, dear. Is that is it called Dead Heat, you said? Let me yep. Dead Heat. 
It's the 1988 Dead Heat. Don't look at the 2002 Dead Heat because that's not even the same thing. Just look for Joe Williams and Joe Piscopo. And Vincent Price. Yeah, he's in there too. But it's a Buddy Cobb zombie movie. It doesn't get any better than that, Ryan. Look at these images. (laughs) Oh, my God. You're in for a good time. It might not be a good movie, but it'll be an entertaining movie. It'll definitely be entertaining. Man, Joe uh, Piscopo looks like... I don't even know who that is. He looks fake. You know... You know <laughs> he used to go Saturday Night Live. Want to know night. how he would look better? What? If he was wearing a Zombies Ate My Podcast t-shirt. Yeah? Wait, I know where he could get one. Do Over you? at SlashLoot.com, and you could search for Zombies Ate My Podcast, and you can get our wonderful t-shirt in three, count them, three different colors. Lou, what are the colors? White, black, and ash gray. I love that ash gray color. It's just such a good-looking color. Um, available in all sorts of sizes, from smalls to babies to larges to toddlers. I'm all over the place. Like these T-shirts. Get them all over the place. Featuring the wonderful artwork by Joel Duggan. This is an amazing T-shirt to add to your collection. And you should buy it right now. Now? Did you buy it yet? I, I have it hanging in my closet as we speak. All right, and uh, before we get out of here, we have a we have an email to talk about. We do, we um, do. It was from Melissa Ryan. Would you like to read Melissa's email? I will read this email. This email is from Melissa. She says, "I was listening to show eighty three and eighty four. I was inspired to share my feelings and thoughts on the last two episodes of The Walking Dead. Carol episodes were incredibly important. The scene has been." F- This season has been focused on the weakest links becoming strong, independent characters, and becoming, uh, therefore, the flashbacks and the episodes centering around what she did and where she went was incredibly strong. So she thinks that uh, Carol going, like, kind of displaying her exodus from the group to Mm. being almost on par with Rick uh, in in this season has has been a great show. And I think we agree on that statement. We're very happy with where Carol has gone, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. Uh, the last episode, however, went too quick. They rushed through what could have been important development. There were tons of plot holes and unexplained situations. They spent too much time on throwaway characters. And how did Carol get better all of a sudden? I was very disappointed. How did they fall uh, fall for that cop crap? <laughs> they are better than that. Thank you for the shows. I really enjoy them. Melissa from Arizona. And again, I think we agreed with, with Melissa on that last episode. It just felt sort of like we need to get through the hospital. We need to resolve this. Um, and yeah. I My don't know. question to Melissa is were you listening to 83 and 84 at the same time? Because <laughs> that's impressive. No, probably not. I'm going to guess for Melissa's sake that she was not. I'm actually more surprised that we have more than 84 shows right now. I didn't know it was that high. <laughs> Well, yeah, no, we're we're at we're at eighty six, man. This wow. is eighty six. We'll be we'll be at a hundred at some point in the second <laughs> yeah, half of season five of Walking Dead. That's crazy. Yeah, you guys are crazy, but I do like I do like Melissa's email, and uh, I think it brings up a lot of good points about you know um, watching characters grow stronger over time, and I I do appreciate that. And uh, like you said, the last episode is just really weird. Just kind of I don't know. I don't want to get into it again, but it's just really weird. And uh, thank you for the email, Melissa. You can, you guys, if you're listening out there, you can go ahead and email us at info at zombies at my podcast dot com. 
And uh, you can talk to us about anything zombie-related. could even be life after Beth. We just might not talk about it. We might. If you email us, we'll talk about it. <laughs> well, yeah. No. 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 <laughs> I think life after Beth has entered the, uh, has entered the no-talk list. You know how Is Colbert has his enemy zone? list? How about this? If you guys have a better idea for a movie, go ahead and email it in, and we will create the trailer for said movie. We oh, did it once. I we think did. we could do it again. I like it that. Is. All right. So you guys, you listeners, you have your mission. But for now, we need to get out of here. It's late. It's late. It's Oh, my God. It's late. We don't usually yeah, record this, is, this late. This, this is way later than we we're usually We're all get. silly right now. I think we're all hyped up because, uh, I don't know. We eat a lot of jello. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for it. I don't get it. Why did he say that? We eat a lot of jello. I don't <laughs> Ryan, why don't you go ahead and get us wrapped up and out of here? All right. Well, we eat a lot of jello, too, here at the ZombiesAteMyPodcast.com. Yeah, Go to zombiesatemypodcast.com where we eat all the jello. Uh, email us like Melissa did, info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. We're on Google+. Plus. We, we're on YouTube. Do all those things. Click on all of them and enjoy all the content we have for you. Uh, if you want to follow individual hosts, you can find myself at rmurphy, uh, Lou at busyzombielord, and Bob at bobertf. And finally, a quick shout-out to Joel Duggan for the artwork on our T-shirt website, iTunes Art. Fantastic, all three. Go to joelduggan.com. .com. Thank you very much, Mr. Ryan Murphy. Uh, For myself, for Lou, and for the lovely Ryan, this has been Zombies Ate My Podcast. Thanks for listening. I just realized this is the second time in two weeks that we've seen someone get hit by a car in a zombie show. <laughs> yes, it is. This one was a little different than last one. No. Yeah. Uh, this one, um, the body didn't behave the way it's supposed to when you get hit by a car. Yeah. Who got hit by a Incoming car? Incoming bad zombie joke. Beth. He ran her over. She had a tire mark on her shirt. Right. See, I don't remember this movie as well as you two do. I just watched it an hour ago. <laughs> well. Hey, don't interrupt me. Incoming bad zombie joke. So, uh, hey, Lou. Hey, Bob. How's it going? It's going. What do, what do zombies wear when it rains out? Dead coats? Brain coats. Brain coats. Nailed it. Dead coats is pretty good, too, though. Uh, so seriously, yeah, she got hit by the car. You don't remember that? She had, I she was, do she now. Was under it, and then they had that awkward like ex-girlfriend meets the girlfriend scene. Only this time, one of them's dead. 